All right, what up, people? This is Jay Allen, and this is Gangsta With My Health, where we talk to everyday people about, you know, some changes they had to make in their lives. But today, we got a little something different. We got an expert in the building. Hey, it's Will Tucker, a.k.a. America's Vegan Trainer, and this is how I get gangster with my health. There we go. All right, all right. Well, brother, it's a pleasure to have you on the show, man. You know, I see you on social media, and uh, you're moving around. Doing a lot of things for the people. We appreciate you. And you here. We got you. We locked you down in your busy schedule. You're here today to kind of share some stuff with us, you know. So, people, we're going over today the uh, mental and the physical connection. You know, oftentimes we look at people on the gram. Everybody is so fit. You know, they buff. But, you know, a lot of times people don't know what it takes to actually get there. First, we got to change the mindset through the subconscious and a lot of other things that we can do to make us feel better about ourselves. And, you know, once you treat yourself better, people will start treating you better. You got to teach people how to treat you by loving on yourself sometimes, okay? So you live and direct in the building, man. Uh, first of all, I want you to tell the people pretty much, who are, the people who don't know you, tell them who you are and tell them a little bit about what you do, Will. All right, well, thanks for having me on, Alan. Like I said, my name is Will Tucker, also known as America's Vegan Trainer. I own and operate Body Fusion Fitness here in Mesa, Arizona, right outside of Phoenix. It's 100% plant-based wellness, small group training fitness studio where I highly encourage people to adopt a plant-based lifestyle. I teach them to transition from a standard American diet into a plant-based lifestyle combined with functional exercise to reach their fitness and wellness goals. Um, and I've been a trainer, I guess you can say, for 15 years now, and uh, I love what I do for a living, helping people transition. And like you mentioned, it's, uh, you know, physical as well as mental to get people to that state of wellness that we all search for. Right. Now, let me ask you this. Uh, for the people out there who may not uh, really understand or know the difference, um, can you explain what plant-based is versus just maybe like, you know, somebody who says, hey, I'm a, I'm a vegan? All right, sure. Um, Plant-based is a lifestyle, you know, dietary lifestyle where um, the majority, well, not majority, but actually all of what you consume as far as food, if you will, is plant-based. Now, um, with plant-based, that you're going to find differences whether you're whole food plant-based or just plant-based, meaning uh, regular plant-based is you consume some processed foods, you know, that I eat to come in a box like the mock meats or packaged foods. Right. They're not necessarily the healthiest, however, no animals or any living being was killed or harmed in their production. And then you got whole food plant-based, which everything is strictly from the earth, meaning, you know, you got herbs, beans, legumes, nuts, seeds, and the like. And then you have that separate deal where you're talking uh, the division vegan or that term or label, whatever you want to call it. And that means more so there's a uh, anti-cruelty approach in everything that you do as far as your lifestyle, as far as uh, the garments that you wear, the skincare products that you use, right. everything that you use in its entirety, uh, no animal or sentient beings were harmed or killed in the process. Let, let me ask you a question. Um, how much of a challenge is doing it like that? Being vegan? No, no. As far as you, you, you were, you were saying, as far as like 
people because we had a we had a brother vegan monk on a while back and he was talking about how you know he got rid of all his leather shoes you know mm-hmm. basically you know like you said you got vegans out there who partake in nothing that has to do with the harming of a living soul you know um i've been vegan uh wow just about nine years and shout out to monk that's my homie though okay I, I, <laughs> all right all right well, uh, yeah and um you know, it, 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 it's a process, you know, if somebody's out there considering it or uh, looking into it, I wouldn't say just go and throw out every piece of leather out of your wardrobe. You know, that can be wasteful. I mean, if you know a cause and somebody, you know, like needs coats, for example, leather coats are real popular uh, and you want to donate those, you know, use items to that, you know, charity or whatever it is. That would be one way to do it, or, or either just make sure you use them to the fullest of their uh, capabilities because a life was lost, whether it's a belt, shoes, you know, you know, brothers wear the gators. Now let's let's go ahead and use them until we wear them out and then, you know, get rid of them. But they're still in good usable condition. I would say donate them so you can choose either avenue. But, you know, I wouldn't recommend just being wasteful and tossing them out if they're, you know, still can be used right so so really quick well what would you say is the the biggest misconception of people who maybe aren't vegan um when they look at a vegan lifestyle and you know how vegans live and things like that the stuff they eat what is the biggest misconception because i i got one for you brother and i hope the cats that at, at the job i hope y'all listening to this because we're about to set something straight on this protein today all right? oh yeah that, that's the biggest misconception. Uh, people think, you know, well, it, it's weird because, you know, um, first, when you mention that you're vegan or plant-based, everybody becomes this nutrition expert, if you will. And they're like, oh, where are you going to get that almighty protein? As right. if there's a shortage of that. And people who truly understand the physiological uh, processes that take place in the body understand that you don't need nearly as much. Yeah, the biggest misconception, I think, is when everybody all of a sudden you tell people you're going plant based or vegan and they become this nutrition expert and they say, where are you going to get your protein? Right. People truly understand the physiological processes that take place on a cellular level within the body. Know that, A, you don't need as much as you've been led to believe by, you know, clever marketing, food marketing experts and B, your body actually recycles a good amount of the protein that you do consume. So um, that's the biggest misconception is that you're going to die of some type of protein deficiency. And I'm still looking for the wing in the hospital with all the protein deficient vegans. Can't find it. But you know what? I can find people that are suffering strokes, heart attacks, high blood pressure, hypertension, cholesterol, cancer, diabetes. Need I go on? <laughs> They're right, all right, over the right. hospital. You know, I don't see that protein deficient wing yet, though. So let me ask you this, like, as, as far as, because I've heard before that you can act like too much protein is is bad for you. Is that true? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I mean, you know, that, that goes without saying about most things. Too much of anything, you know, is is harmful. And especially when you're talking um, animal proteins, people that consume flesh of animals um, has what's known as heme iron in it. And your body kind of really doesn't have a filter to absorb that in a sense. I mean, um, and when I say filter, I mean, it will continuously absorb it. It's like it it, it, it kind of, I guess, lack of a better term, craves it. 
And okay. if that and when that gets too high, you're setting yourself up for a host of other health problems. I mean, um, IGF one, insulin like growth factor, that skyrockets. That's a precursor for cancer, um, mm. kidney stones, gallstones, everything. Um, and and your body only uses a trace amount and absorbs that. Everything else that's you know excess is going to have to be excreted via you know kidneys and liver kicking in if they're functioning properly. Right. And you're going to tax them from constantly, constantly trying to excrete excess proteins from the body. And that's how they get overworked. And that leads to other health problems. Right. That's that was what my issue about four years ago. I was diagnosed with chronic kidney disease. And, uh, you know, I just, well, mine was was due to uh, high blood pressure. You know what I mean? And that's kind of like the precursor to a lot of different things. Yeah. And uh, yeah. But I, I got to ask you this now. Brother Will, I go to a lot of the vegan fest out here, and I'm in the Los Angeles area, okay? Okay. We got all these vegan cookers. They cooking up all this vegan stuff, right? But I want I want to ask you, because me personally, I don't I don't really like the, the meat substitutes, like the soy stuff. I don't mm-hmm. personally like that. I'd rather just not eat the meat. Now, when a person is transitioning, do you feel, do you feel like there's a certain amount of time they need to be on that and then off of it, or... How do you gauge that? You know, I don't really say there's a certain amount of time. I mean, I'll be 100% honest, which I'm surprised I haven't crossed paths with you in those L.A. Veg Fest, um, because I go to a lot of them, you know, earlier. I'm, you know, here in the Phoenix area. So um, I know a lot of people in the L.A. area, and I go to pretty much every Veg Fest as I have, you know, a couple um businesses that I'm usually there promoting or either I'm there as a speaker, MC, I wear so many different hats. But um, anyway, back to your question, I don't really say it's a certain time. I think those things, the mock meats and the soy products that you spoke of, do have their place when it comes to people transitioning, trying to get to a plant-based lifestyle because it's familiar to them, you know, mm-hmm. the, the textures and the flavors, you know, can be mimicked of what you get from animal flesh. So I do think they serve a purpose. I myself, like I said, I go to some of those fests and I'll grab a burger or something too. But, right. you know, I try to keep it uh, about an 80-20 balance where 80% I'm whole food plant-based. And I'm a big fruit guy, so I do a lot of smoothies as well as, uh, you know, fresh squeezed, cold-pressed juices. Mm-hmm. which you know, fruit and vegetable blends. So, um, yeah, I think they do serve a purpose. I don't set a time on them just that. And I don't use the term moderation. I just try to say balance or sort of moderation because moderation is so subjective. I think more so it than is. balance. Because um, if you're going to a dentist, for example, and you say, hey, um, he says it's going to be a moderate amount of pain. You want it to be minimized, minimized as much as possible. <laughs> However, if you got uh, the burgers or the desserts and you say moderation, then you're going to set that ceiling a lot higher. You know what right. I mean? So right. um, I, I just say, you know, try to find a good 80-20 balance, you know, where you, you're doing majority whole food plant-based. And, you know, those comfort foods, if you will, are there and they're, they're, they throw the flavor in them, and they're pretty good, man. Yeah, some of them are pretty, are pretty good. You, you're right, man. Some of them are pretty good. Um, oh, yeah. So right now we got the COVID-19 going on. Um, yeah. I want you to talk a little bit about you got a lot of people out there that's doing, like, you know, detoxes and things like that. Speak a little bit about coming off of the detox as far as, like, eating, diet, and exercise. 
You know, um, and when you speak of detox, are you meaning like a um, like a cleanse? Like people say cleanse. Yes. And to, yes. Th- th- those those are words that I find to be like a slippery slope too. When you're talking um, cleansing and detox, and um, okay. again, if your if your kidneys and liver are functioning normally, uh, they're doing their job and they're constantly cleaning and detoxing, if you will. Um, personally, uh, like I mentioned myself being a high, uh, fruit smoothie, uh, juice type person with my clients, I, I like to use the term reboot in a sense, more so like uh, if you think about it in terms of like a, a laptop or a computer, you know, you get so much information in there and then it stalls or slows, slows down and you, you know, hit that control alt delete and kind of reboot things. Right. And runs a lot more efficiently, i.e., I. when you compare it to a human who's either been consuming a standard American diet, high processed foods, whether it's animal flesh or even plant based with a lot of comfort foods, like we mentioned, and they need to reboot or reset, then you go into that, um, you called it, you know, referred, use the term detox or cleanse, which is highly used in the industry, but mm-hmm. you need to reboot from what you've been doing because you slowed some things down, kind of give that system a break because, uh, you know, fruits, veggies and the like, those, especially when you're talking fruits, those things are almost pre-digested. They don't, you know, require hardly, hardly any energy to break down, chock full of vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, phytonutrients and the like, give your body what it truly needs to thrive on a cellular level. Mm. And so you kind of give that digestive system a break and it will operate a lot more efficiently. Now you mentioned coming off of it. When you coming off of it, um, don't dive right back into what you're doing prior to okay. getting on it. You're setting yourself up for some uh, major pains and GI issues. If you do, <laughs> right, right. Because um, you want to kind of ease back into it and find that balance again, you know. But if you're coming off of a, like again, the term detox or cleanse try to limit the process stuff as much as possible ease back into that in fact try to just kind of even keep it consistent with that 80 20 balance i mentioned earlier and that way you're not like totally going one way or the other and you just kind of incorporate you know the higher processed foods in as you see fit it's it's not just about getting in a gym and lifting, it's a process. You know, there was a reason why, let's say if somebody contacted me for training, it's a reason why. You know, first thing you gotta do is find that why. And that's usually mental and physical. It's uh, the physical part, maybe the person wasn't feeling well, maybe they, let's say, walked up a flight of stairs and was short of breath, um, playing with the grandkids, trying to pick up a kid and like, oh, you know, a back went out or right. you know, strong enough to lift the kid, don't feel like they're, you know, their physical is that good. And then that translates into the mental because a lot of times people refer back to how they were in the past. You know, like I was a, you know, athlete back in college or high school and, you know, and that triggers the mental. And then that's where you find that why, because they're like, okay, I want to, I want to at least uh, have some type of baseline, you know, health and wellness so that I can, you know, play with the kids, grandkids and the like, uh, not be winded after going up a flight of stairs. Right. So that, that's where that mental piece comes in. And, you know, that's where I 
truly explore when somebody walks in the door to see me for the first time. Okay. Find that why first. And then once you determine that why, I look back at what the person's been doing that got them to that point. And at that point, it's all about changing behaviors. Okay. A lot of people focus solely on aesthetics and they skip that aspect. And those behaviors are where it really goes into mindset because a person uh, subconsciously has been doing certain things to lead into that point of unhealthiness or not a desired state of health and not feeling good. So I got to go back inside their mind and the things that they've done to get them to that point and try to reprogram them in a sense to adopt better behaviors, make better choices. And then once, you know, in discipline and a little willpower kicks in in the beginning and then after a while, adopt better behaviors that are going to go forward, you know, just like the old behaviors that got them to the place where they are now. So mindset is huge when it comes to health and fitness. Let me let me ask you, um, how important do you feel like um, do you feel like like meditation? Do you think that's a that's hel a helpful part of this for people trying to kind of gain some focus or some balance in their life? Absolutely, because uh, it's so many distractions in this fast paced world we live in, you know, you can go down any block in America and you're going to see people with their heads down, thumbs working the phone, scrolling, flipping through. Right. They get distracted by this, distracted by that, almost getting hit by cars, crossing the street, head down, not paying attention. And you just need to step back sometime. And it's like we're living in the matrix. And a phrase that I often use is the only way out is in. I like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the I only like time that. you can truly, truly connect Mm. Is when you're sitting there, distraction-free, focusing on your breathing. You can feel your heart beating mm. in this rhythm. So meditation is crucial, crucial self-care that we all should be uh, implementing on a daily basis in this world that we live in. You know, I get caught up in that matrix a lot of times, too, and I just have to step back. And, you know, that phrase I just mentioned, I tell myself, hey, get out to get in. Right. Now, now one thing that you back. mentioned to me earlier, uh, Coach Will, you mentioned about social media. Now, I was on uh, YouTube a while back, and I caught a video of this this woman. She was just like, I guess, this Instagram influencer, this YouTube mm -hmm. influencer. So she did this video, and she said, you know what? She said, I haven't seen you guys in a while. She said, I haven't really been on here in a year. She said, I disappeared. Nobody, you know, People were asking where I was at. She said, you know what? I needed a break. She said, all my life was just posting stuff on. She said, I needed a break from this, you know, talk about a little bit about, cause we, like you said, we always spend so much time on social media, the importance of pulling back, whether you're working at an office in front of a desk, you know, you got those positive ions, you know, just coming in, talk a little bit about us getting away from that a little bit. It just, yeah, you have to like, um, whoever the influencer is that you mentioned, um, and I use that term influencer lightly <laughs> because, uh, you know, yeah, that, that's that's kind of the cool thing, you know, with all the millennials and Gen Z people. Um, right. You know, and they latch on to somebody and follow them, if you will, and uh, get caught up in this person's lifestyle. But, yeah, you need to get a break from all that. Um, I, I truly and I'm from the old school. Um, as I mentioned earlier, when I told you I'm 49, I'll be 50 in August. I come from a different generation, so I saw all these new technologies come into the, you know, the, the, the lifestyle of American culture. And I remember before them how 
easy life was in a sense. We didn't mm. have a lot, didn't have all these conveniences, but it wasn't expected instantly. You know, like, you know, I, this going to be a weird example, but like um, how you can go on Amazon and you prime and you some of be at your doorstep in two hours. Right. I used to order something from TV, had to mail something in, and, you know, <laughs> and handling COD, whatever it was. And you wait about a month and you'd be itching, looking for the mailman every day for it to come to your door. Whereas now, um, you know, every everybody wants instant gratification. Everybody wants some type of status. They put on these fronts on social media to be this person and that can be stressful people need to step away from that mm-hmm. and reconnect on a, on a you know more more meaningful more i won't even say spiritual just more meaningful you know and make those true genuine authentic connections as opposed to what technology leads us to believe somebody is and seeing a portion of their life and it brings out the best in people, but then it brings out the uh, worst in people at the same time. Mm, okay. Now, Coach Will, uh, we, we we touched on it a little bit earlier in the, uh, the earlier segment, but I want you to give the people out there these these weightlifting dudes who feel like you got to just, you know, eat a pound of beef or, <laughs> you know, some chicken. We about to get at y'all right now. So give them some options, some plant-based options where they can not only get their protein, but probably get more protein than they're getting with their meat. Ooh, absolutely. I mean, um, beans, lentils, legumes, uh, nuts, seeds, even uh, green veggies, because you don't need as much as you've been led to believe. Like uh, broccoli, when you look at it, uh, you know, pound for pound, it has more protein than beef. I mean, a lot of a lot of times people get focused on this protein myth and this whole complete protein thing. And uh, what you truly want or what your body truly wants are amino acids, which are the building blocks of proteins, um, because it's about efficiency, as I mentioned earlier. If you just take the raw materials, meaning amino acids, and like I mentioned, they're easily assimilated into the body in the form of fruits, not a high amount of protein, but however, you got these amino acids that your body needs, which are the building blocks of protein, they go in, they link up because you have uh, essential and non-essential amino acids, meaning okay. the non-essentials which you, you, I mean, I'm sorry, the essentials which you have to consume through your dietary choices, and they just link up and make this complete protein, if you will. However, mm. when you consume these proteins in that isolated state, when you, whether you're talking those protein shakes or even from animal flesh as the your body has to work extra hard to break them down to the amino acids then they link up so it's about efficiency if you either get the raw materials it just links right up and if you think about it like building a house if you have a clear lot you can just take the materials over build a house if right. there's an existing structure on that property you got to demolish it then mm. build. right so right which is more efficient Right, exactly. Having a clear space. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and I mean, um, I, I'm I'm a four-time natural bodybuilding champion. Wow. The four times I won, I've been 100% vegan. Wow. Never had any problems building muscle. It's it's geared more so towards your um, training, mm. because if it was all about protein, he who consumes the most protein would always dominate. And right. That's not the case. Not I, the case. I, and I don't. 
believe in tracking macros and all that other stuff when it comes to training. My philosophy is simple. I teach people as well as my own training um, more intuitive measures, just kind of listening to the body, you know. And when I did track one time just to see how much I protein I consume, if I consume 50 grams, that was a high day for me. But then you see most guys in the gyms consuming two and 300 grams of protein per day. For what? <laughs> like I mentioned, your body is only going to absorb what it needs and the rest, you're going to be taxing your kidneys and liver to excrete. Mm. So that's kind of my take on it. Okay, okay. Now, another myth I want to bust up real quick is you work out people out there, y'all stuck on these energy drinks, okay? Y'all <laughs> drinking monsters. Y'all drinking five-hour energy drinks, juice, whatever that. Man, talk to the people. Tell these people, man, they need to get away. T talk to them, Will. Well, uh, like you mentioned, they need to get away from it. Um, all you're doing is consuming, whether it's, you know, let's even take it to coffee, for example. A lot of people rely on that burst of energy from there. You're consuming caffeine or, you know, stimulants in whatever type of energy drink you're consuming. Mm -hmm. All they're doing is stimulating your adrenals and draining them. Your adrenals mm -hmm. are the little little nodules that sit on top of the kidneys. Okay. Which are, you know, there for our flight or fight response, you know, when we're faced with certain dramatic circumstances in everyday life and they release that adrenal adrenal shot, you know, to get you get energized hype wherever it is to get yourself out of a situation. That's how they are supposed to function by design. And they have a storage, you know, that Typically, you like to be filled in case you're faced with something in your daily life. Okay. However, when you consume in stimulants, i.e. energy drinks, you're stimulating those adrenals. There's no fight or flight response. You're not being faced with a situation. You're doing it because you need to go lift weights. <laughs> I don't think that's very scary. <laughs> I mean, depending on your take on weights. Right. You want to, And you get jittery because of the fact, you know... You, you got all that excess adrenal in your system running through your bloodstream. You go lift. It, it leads to a host of other problems. I've seen people uh, develop heart issues behind it because your heart rate increases everything. But like I say, it's, it's just stimulating those adrenals, releasing it unnecessarily. And you're not actually faced with a situation. In everyday life, it's, it's fight or flight. You know, it's that rush. And then, um, you know, typically, in most cases, you know, the situation you'll be out of in a matter of seconds or a minute at the longest. Mm. When you're consuming it artificially and stimulating those adrenals and you're consuming, let's just call it what it is, poison in a sense. <laughs> you're <laughs> right. extended rush and you're just draining those adrenals and you got to burn it off. Because I know I've, I've done them before in the past. I'll be 100 percent honest. Right. And I remember times where I'm lifting, did my workout, after workout, I'm still jittery. <laughs> and this is the time I stopped. I was like, I, I tried something that a friend gave me, some powder. Hey, try this pre-workout. And actually, it ended up getting banned because it had harmful ingredients and somebody suffered a heart attack. Wow. And um, after that, I was like, I'm done. Because, you know, I'm, I, I completed an hour workout and I'm just jittery. Like, I need to go do something. My... I got over, overdosed in a sense on adrenaline and it was mm. running through my body. And, you know, it's just one of those things when you consume those energy drinks in that artificial form, it just lingers. Mm. And um, 
it was a while before I calmed down after that. But when I came back to my senses, I was like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no energy drinks, people. Can't so, do it. Coach Will, man, what is the what would you say is the question that you get asked the most by people? Man, I mean, we, we kind of touched on it a little bit. Where do you get your protein? Although that's dying down now. I'm loving that because, for a while, <laughs> you know, I had to answer that. If I'm, you know, in a gym every five feet, you know, if I got on a vegan T-shirt or something, every five feet, every other person. Where do you, you vegan? Yeah. Where do you get your, <laughs> where do you get your, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm loving the fact that people are either A, doing research or B, know the answer and, or C, just don't ask anymore, whichever it is. I'm cool with that. But that was the biggest question. Now, um, the question is, uh, a lot of people are looking for substitute foods. They're like, okay, if I give up eggs, what should I replace it with? Um, is there a plant-based this or that? In what, what do you what do you think? What do you think about that? What, what like replacing stuff? Because like like you said with the eggs, I forgot what it's called. It's some little I forgot. They sell that like Whole Foods. It's kind of like an egg substitute. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's like mud bean or something like that. Yeah, that's that uh, just egg. I believe that's the brand. Right. It's like mung bean. Right. You have those which are substitutes, but um. If you're baking, for example, you could do like a, a flax egg, as it's called, using number flaxseed and water. Okay. Uh, a lot of people use what's known as aquafaba, I believe they call it, where you just kind of drain the liquid off of uh, chickpeas. You oh, whip okay. it up, like you can like make like a lemon meringue pie, like that foamy whip topping right. that's on okay. it. You can make that straight from that. Um, wow. You can do without. The thing is, anything that that people are used to in their comfort foods usually can be made vegan. So it's not, it, it's, it takes a little research, but um, it's not impossible. Right, right. Okay. Um, last but not least, I want you to tell the people a little bit about what you got going on, um, services you offer, how they can get in touch with you. But before you do that, I want you to speak to the men out there that I'm 42 years old, you're almost 50. So speak to the men around our age who... Maybe they, they, they've gotten a little bit out of shape. They don't think they can get their mojo back. Talk to them, talk to them a little bit. Oh, uh, you can absolutely get your mojo back, fellas. Um, you know, I, I work with a lot of guys that are, you know, let's just be honest, kind of let themselves go. And they got, you know, busy uh, career, family, everything. You, you don't focus on yourself because you got so many, so many other things going on. And uh, a lot of times these guys have desk jobs we talked about earlier and they're just sitting all day. Right. They're just uh, grazing and snacking on not the healthy foods all day. Right. And, you know, you, you fast forward and then, you know, a couple of years of working in that job and eating like that and not being active, you know, going straight home, you know, to the family and eating again, sitting in front of the TV. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. You yeah, yeah. And, um, it, it, it takes a toll on your health. It takes right. a toll on that mojo, as you talked about, and um, you can easily get it back. You just got to make up your mind. We talked about mindset earlier that you're ready to start. It comes with that meditation, being connected with yourself, as well as just making a conscious effort to make better choices. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, you know, it, it's not rocket science. Like you did those things that have now become uh, detrimental in a sense or have your health and a uh, poor state mm -hmm. it didn't happen overnight that's right choices that went along 
day after day after day after day after day, That's and right. it just started to escalate. Mm-hmm. What do you do now? Start making better choices, and that trend will come downward from that bad state that you have yourself in. And the thing is, th- those choices, like, you know, and, and some guys probably had the best intentions, like, oh, I'll go to the gym tonight, and they didn't make it. Oh, then that one day leads to a week. Okay, I'm going to go next week. Then that right. leads to a month. Then that leads to a year. And next thing you know, they still got a gym membership they've been paying for, but haven't been right. in three years. <laughs> right. If you start and then just stay consistent. It, mm. And it's so easy to do, but it's so easy not to do. And that's mm. the, that's that dichotomy. Mm. You just got to do it day in, day out. Make those simple little changes every day. Consistency beats perfection. It's not going to be perfect. It's a You know what? There was a saying that I heard the other day. It was so profound. I'm pretty sure you've heard it. The way that you do anything is the way you do everything. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> Absolutely. That's, that's pretty deep right there, you know? Yeah. So that, as I'm saying, fellas, you can get that mojo back. Um, you know, that gut you developed from sitting at that desk and not paying attention to yourself. Just start making better choices. Get away from that vending machine at work. Uh, start packing your lunch. That's usually rule number one. If you prepare your own food, you have more control over what goes into it as opposed to eating out and, you know, they're just in the kitchen draining it in salt, sugar, or whatever. Make your own foods. Start being more active. Instead of just sitting at that desk, um, stand up, walk around that office, if you will. If you have a headset that's cordless, you know, you can walk. Um, take that lunch hour and get a walk in if you have to. If you can't you know, just walk away from the desk during work and pack your lunch. And uh, instead of bypassing the gym and letting that membership, making that gym rich and not using it, getting there and use that equipment that you've been kind of leasing for the last few years. And have it <laughs> so, um, yeah, just, just, right. just do it. Yeah. I mean, I see it all the time. You know, gyms, they, 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 they strategically market like that. Cause you got to think if everybody showed up at once, there right. would not be enough equipment. I mean, right. they, they, they know a certain percentage of people are not even going to come in the door. They're just going to sign them up and have another monthly, you know, uh, another monthly. You know what? Shout out to my daughter right now. You told me to get that gym membership. I've been paid for it for a year. You've been like four times. Shout out to my daughter for wasting my money right now. All right. All right. <laughs> you better tell her to get in there, man. <laughs> Making them rich. They love it, though. They, they right. Right. Yeah. If everybody showed up at the same time. So, um. It's all a game, but, you know, the people do need to take their health seriously. Fellas, you can get that mojo back. Start doing the right things. Um, definitely incorporate more plant-based foods. Get off the animal proteins. You'll get that vitality back. It, it's not going to be overnight, just like you didn't get into that state overnight. But just right. be concerned. Right. So, so tell the people now about what you do, the services you offer, and how they can get in touch with uh coach will tucker all right cool at the beginning like i mentioned name my fitness studio here in mesa arizona it's called body fusion fitness i specialize in small group training 100 percent plant-based fitness studio meaning um all the nutritional guidance that i offer is only plant-based i've been vegan myself for eight and a half years vegetarian five years prior to that so i know both sides for 36 years of my life i ate the standard american diet i'm from the midwest heavy meat and potato country so i know where you are i meet people at that level and then we start to like i mentioned earlier change behaviors it's a Mm -hmm. step-by-step process some people get gung-ho and can dive right in but 
believe me, I know how to meet you at your level to kind of reverse what you've done over the course of however long it's been. Will, uh, real quick, man, like how important is it? Because I know with, with your program, it's more of, I mean, it's the physical training, but you do have a, a mental part to it. How important is that for people to, if they're going to be involved in the program, for it not to just be something physical, they're just going to work out, but somebody who's actually taking the time to kind of help them get inside of here? Yeah, like I mentioned earlier, that's step one. I find your why, we, we, we discover your why, and then we, well, I focus on uh, implementing changes. We, we lay out an action plan, you take the steps, and those changes always leads to behaviors to correct what you've been doing before. And that's all mental. It's all mental when it comes to changing behaviors because um, we subconsciously do so many things like we were talking about sitting at the cubicle earlier and just hitting the vending machine and grazing all day. You've got to be conscious of what you're doing and take back the power and form new habits. That's 100 percent mental. The physical part is only a component of it. The, new, the, the mental part is the foundation. Right. So, yeah, as I was saying, um, uh, I have my fitness studio here. I also do virtual training now, of course, you know, due to circumstances. So um, I'm at Coach Will Tucker on Instagram, also at Body Fusion Fitness. That's Fusion with a Z on Instagram. I have the links in the bios where you can get a free trial session on the virtual training. Uh, workouts of 30 minutes in length designed to boost the metabolism, shed excess body fat, and with all my training, I'll offer the plant-based nutritional guidance because that's a huge component of it. Like I said, exercise is just a piece of it. The nutrition and the mindset, those are the bedrocks in a good wellness program. All right, all right. All right, people, there you have it. Connecting the mental with the physical. We got Coach Will Tucker. Gave some very uh, informative information. So you guys, if you guys want to get in touch with him, like he said, uh, Instagram at Coach Will Tucker and Body Fusion Fitness, correct? Correct. Body correct. Fusion Fitness, all right? So, all right, you guys, this was a great show. We'll be back next week. Peace and love. Gangster with my help. Jay Allen. Thanks, Will. All right. Thanks for having right. me.